and welcome back. Now, on this week's episode, I am sitting in Gabagool Podcast Central, and it is a muggy 35 degrees centigrade. My back has fused to the leather chair that I am now sitting on, and my scrot has become one with my inner thigh. And that just means it is time for Gabagool Innate. My name is Wes Dawson, and I will be your most humble host on this journey as we explore an event in sports, something that has touched me deeply. No, not like Uncle Jim used to do. I'm talking touched me deeply in the sense that it has affected me for a long time. It has shaped my young mind as to what I consider fair sport and athletic competition. And due to recent events with sports being put on hold and to a recent documentary I had watched on Netflix, I felt this is the perfect opportunity to peel back the layers and dive deep. Now, what originally spawned my idea to touch this subject, which I'll, we will be getting into in great detail shortly, is The Last Dance. And no, I'm not talking about my second favorite film of all time starring Julia Stiles. I'm talking about The Last Dance, the Netflix documentary that explored and broke down the 1998 Chicago Bulls run for the NBA championships. Now, it was a thrilling documentary. It was extremely entertaining. And me personally, I'm somebody who loved playing basketball growing up, but I was never the biggest fan watching it on television. But I must say this documentary was A grade, no surprise. Now, a little side note, I've noticed some people go online and they're like, well, I never watched The Last Dance. Or they like to brag that they haven't watched Game of Thrones or The Tiger King. Am I the only one who didn't watch it? Can I get a like? No, you can't. You can shut the fuck up and go home. Nobody cares what you think because good shows are good shows. Like, why are you proud to say that you didn't want to watch a show with amazing writing, the highest production quality, and just generally entertained by people who aren't necessarily in that milieu or in that industry? But I digress. So this Netflix documentary sort of gave me a flashback. The year was 1997. Something occurred in sports that forever shook my vision as to what fair sport was, what it meant to be an athlete, what it meant to be a good sportsman. Allow me to paint a picture for you. As I mentioned, the year is 1997. We're in Fernfield, Washington, and the Fernfield Timberwolves are preparing for their run for the state championships. Now, does this ring a bell? Enter the picture is a child by the name of Josh Fram. And of course, his golden retriever, Bud. Now, I think the reason so many people let these atrocities in sports just slip by is due to the emotional attachment to this story. Now, I'll admit, I, I can understand, I can empathize, but as I got older, as I matured, I realized just how unfair this was to the competing teams and how this has bastardized sports for anybody from this generation. Now, Josh Fram, unfortunately, was being physically and psychologically abused by his coach, Joseph Barker. And what I will give Bud was this young golden retriever was able to spot this abuse, recognize it, and go get help, which ultimately led to the dismissal of Coach Barker. Spoiler alert, the Timberwolves would go on to win their state championship. So this entire injustice was predicated on this asinine assumption that because there was no specific rule stating, now you're going to lose your tops as I did. Ain't no rule said the dog can't play basketball. My God. 
Now, the opposing team justly challenged this decision by the officials, yet nothing was done to address it at the time. And here we are over 20 years later and still nothing until I decided to get my hands into the muck, into the mess, and try to clear out some of the skeletons in our collective closets. I have not heard a farce so large in my life. It makes me sick to my stomach. And right now we are gonna debunk Airbud. I could go on for hours explaining the injustice that occurred. Instead, I will focus on two main points that I think easily have the solid base within them to debunk what happened in 1997, as well as prepare the steps for a correction in the history books as to what happened. Because let me tell you people, this kind of injustice will not stand. Now, we're going to go back, way back. The year is 1891, and basketball was just invented by a Dr. Naismith, a physical education teacher from Canada. Represent. Now, originally, there were 13 officially accepted rules of basketball. Over the years, these have changed somewhat, modified somewhat, but, but the, the spirit of the game has pretty well rested the same. And these 13 rules, though tweaked to some degree, are, are basically intact as they were. Uh, and these are rules that are recognized by the NCAA, the NFHS, which is the National Federation of State High School Associations, uh, based in Indiana. Despite some minor modifications, these 13 rules are still used as the very foundation of the sport of basketball. Yes, they've had to be modified or maybe updated to keep in check with the times, but the spirit of maintaining a fair and competitive athletic competition remain intact. Now, you want to go back to the original rules from Dr. Naismith. Rule number two, the ball may be batted in any direction with one or both hands. Now, hmm, please correct me if I'm wrong, but every shot, whether layups or three-pointers that were scored by Bud during the course of these games were done solely through the tip of his nose, which is illegal based on the original rules. Now, I understand, hey, these are kind of outdated, they're a little old, who knows if they're still in effect. Now some of you are gonna say, hey Wes, hold up, I don't hear you up in arms, I don't hear you making a big stink about MVP, the most valuable primate. Well, how's about, I hit you with a bit of truth, my friends. MVP, whatever the monkey's name was, or primate, my apologies, wore full regulation hockey equipment. Unlike Bud, who was running around without pants on half the time, this primate was not running around with this juicy monkey good swinging side to side. He had a bit of decorum and respect for the sport that he was playing. This monkey showed more sportsmanship than half the goddamn players on the Timberwolves in 1997. So just as I thought, breaking open an event as large and as impactful as this will not be able to be contained within one episode. So we're going to break this into a two-parter, possibly three-parter. I may start a separate podcast solely to explore what happened and how we can correct this in order to maintain a certain level of sportsmanship and integrity in this sport that so many people love. So listen, like, subscribe, and we will be back next week for the second part of Debunking Airbud. Make sure to tell a friend if you like the podcast, and even if you don't, I don't really give a shit. Just tell someone. Offer your family members into servitude in order to leverage more listeners from me. I don't really care what you do. Just get it done. I'm Wes Dawson. Thank you very much. <laughs>